Mrs. Wu. Good morning, Kim. How are you? I'm very well. And to our dear listeners, welcome back. Welcome back to episode four or five. Who five. knows? Episode oh, five. five. Yes. Okay, of uh, Woog and Berry. The Halfway most... Double ditches. 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 to double ditches. You've been drinking? Oh, I know. It's a bit early in the day, isn't it? Oh, gosh, Kim. Digits. Digits. Yes, it's the most highly anticipated podcast, I believe, in the market. Yes. Uh, we're getting lots and lots of beautiful feedback um, and fan mail. And a lot of you are saying that you want to um, come and join the podcast. So yes. we're going to cook up an event. So watch this space. Exactly. Keep your ears wagging. Now, I think we need to kick off with talking a little bit about the current political landscape. Oh, I just don't. It just makes me want to stay in bed. Well, apparently, according to Malcolm Turnbull, we have a lot to be excited about. I'm not excited about anything. Well, I'm not sure how excited I feel about the new reality of having a Deputy Prime Minister whose name is Barnaby. It sounds like he should be in some sort of large animal costume, you know, going into question time dressed as a dinosaur or something. I just, I'm not feeling it. I just think, is that the best best person that, you know, there's how many people, 23 million people in Australia? Yeah. And that's the best person that we can come up with? Yeah, for Deputy Prime Minister, Head of the Nationals. Yeah. They do have a, um, they do have a woman whose name escapes me. Is it Nash? Kate Nash, maybe? Who's their deputy? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm giving them points for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes. And, and what, what do you feel about this whole Let Them Stay campaign that's happening at the moment? Oh, it's, it's just so reassuring to see something ga- gaining momentum that actually, you know, could possibly result in, you know... But do you change. think Turnbull is, is, can sort of change his mind on this? I think... No, I don't think he can. I, I don't think, think he will. I think the whole issue is so shame. that... What a shame. You know... I know, um, and the thing that, that makes me so upset, though, Kim, is that there's kids right now sitting in classrooms mm. going home. You know, these teachers are thinking, oh, you know, it could be any day that that kid doesn't right. come back. Yeah, that's right. Bloody shocking. It is shocking. Um, and there has to... Look, I don't know what the answer is, but there has to be a better way than what we currently have. Don't you think? Oh, God, yeah. I <sighs> think we could work it out by now. Anyway, let's have a change of pace. Yes, that's enough of that board now. Oh, hang on. Know. May I just say, while we're on that topic, can we talk about the Donald? The Trump? Oh. <laughs> What's going on? I, I was talking to some American friends of mine the other day, and they are mortified. Do you know, I went to, I think it was at the last TEDx um, event, there was a guy talking who was a political statistician in the, in the US and he was talking about at the last election when everyone was so worried that Obama wouldn't get back in but their tracking for the entire campaign always had that it was assured that he would and I was like, where was that information? Like that... Why didn't anyone, why didn't anyone, any lay person know that that was the reality? Mm. And so I'm really intrigued as to what the actual political statisticians know, not the media commentators Mm. and not the mainstream sort of commentary, Mm. but what the actual number crunchers behind the scenes know. Because surely he's not tracking, surely he could I know, it's, it's just ludicrous to think that the President of the United States would be a person who has no political experience. Well, Not a day. No political experience and just such a shoot-from-the-hip approach well, let's just to face everything. it, like, complete bonkers. 
It's completely bonkers. It just can't happen. Completely bonkers. And I think Porog, Hillary's in trouble as well by the looks of it. I know. So I'm obsessed with it. I, I yeah. just watch all of it. There was something. Um, there was something on the radio the other day about why are we so interested in it? You know, because any other country, we just report when whoever gets in. You know, yeah. it's, I think it's the whole show. Follow. But it's it's just it's show business. It's whole show thing. business. Yeah. Anyway, bored and, now. And how they? Oh yeah. Are you? I was going to just touch on the okay. whole thing in not in New Hampshire. What was the first one? Iowa. In Iowa, and how. Hillary winning, which... Like by the bee's dick. Well, sh- that bee's dick is a toss of a coin. I know. They toss a coin three times. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And, that, and, you know, and that is a fine example of why things like the Australian Republic, like, it's just... Oh, gosh, we're getting in deep here. We are. I, don't, I just don't see oh. it happening. I really don't. Well, you know, it was interesting. My Facebook, I put it up on my Facebook because naturally to me, I think that we should be a public a republic yeah. and everyone well, should agree should. with me. But there's so many people out there who love the royals. Well, I love the royals, but that's not the reason. Why. I, I'd just be really worried we'd, we'd, we'd fuck it up, basically. That we wouldn't. We oh, wouldn't because right. there's, there's, we can go so much lower. <laughs> like the only way Barney is deputy prime minister, and Warren's gone. All right. Yes. Well, you know. <laughs> Goodbye, Warren. Um, bored now. Can I share with you one of my most recent moments of public humiliation? Yes, please. So, I did a shout out, you know, on Facebook about what was a good local Indian restaurant, and because I'm very pernickety, I make. Indian from scratch at home and you know I'm very pernickety about these things so everyone told me about this place you know in the next suburb and so I went and I said to the guy who served me I'm very particular about my Indian food because I make it at home to an Indian man in an Indian restaurant inferring that my Indian is more superior to what he could potentially possibly be cooking. Whereabouts in that sentence as it was coming out of your mouth did your brain click over and said, just shut the fuck up? Yeah, as soon as it came out of my mouth. As soon as I said it, I just went, what what are you doing? Like, what? You're a smart girl. I'm a smart woman. Like, what did I do? It's up there with the whole shorty. It's it's (laughs) shorty. Um, so, <sighs> everyone obviously would like to know the outcome. How was the curry? He, oh, fantastic. Maybe you should let everyone know the name of this restaurant. Oh, it's called the uh, Taj in Coleroy. Gershtaj. Gertaj. Gertaj. Yeah, it was fabulous. Get into it. Yeah, get into it. Get on, get on board. Can I tell you mine? Yes. This is, this is, t- 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 it is a just never-ending nightmare that I'm living. Every time the media reports on anything to do with the IGA, which is the Independent Grocers Association, a stock photo of me pops up. Oh, I was that's you in your huffy puffy gear. In my huffy puffy gear a couple of years ago, yep. leaving the IGA with, two, with my shopping. Um, I was in a great paddock at the time, obviously. Lard, let me tell you. <laughs> and I, here I was trotting out with um, some Maggie Beers ice cream. And that photo was used again this week in the Australian. And it actually, that photo sat on the homepage of the Sydney Morning Herald for 24 hours. And people were sending it to me and I was going, oh, yeah, that's my local IGA. And then I had a closer look and I went, oh, that's me. Remember when it first came out and I rang you and I went, is, 
I think there's a photo of I don't you. think it should be legal that someone can take your photo no, and you know one of put my it everywhere. One of my greatest fears is that I'll be in <gasps> that stock footage of like stock footage of, you know, shoving food oh, in my mouth and the on like the latest obesity and epidemic. Uh, Terrifies oh, me. Yeah, when they then they hone on it uh, like a large person walking down the street mm. eating a Big Mac. Yeah. Oh, that's just not mean. I mean, that's just mean. But um, speaking of Huffy Puffy, you know how in our um, rec- you know, in our first couple of episodes, I talked about my allergies to exercise, yep. and that my current exercise regime was not to mm-hmm. turned a corner, Mrs. Woog. Turned a corner. What's about it, Kim? I'm doing a little bit of Huffy Puffy. I'm just easing my way back into it because, you know, I tend to go really hard yeah. and then I do it for two weeks and then not do it at all. Yeah. So I'm just doing a couple of times a week. I go for Are a little... Are you shuffling? I'm shuffling. Everybody's shuffling. Shuffling is the 40-plus-year-old woman's answer to jogging because, you know, there are issues of pelvic floor, issues of wobbly bits and... If you and shuffle, public humiliation. Yeah, if you shuffle, you sort of everything's. I'm not going to get black eyes, and I'm nothing's. I'm not going to wet myself. So yeah, so that's I've really good. That's really good. Good on you, Kim. Um, I'm sure that listeners out there might, who read Woogs well, might recall the time that I was shuffling along a busy road when a car pulled up and screamed out. I didn't pull up, but slowed down. Yeah. And some teenage boy says, "Keep walking, you fat mole. Keep running, you fat mole." And I went, I'm trying not to be a fat mole. Do you know what I mean? This, yeah. is, why, this is why I'm trying not to be yeah. such a fat mole. Years Cranky. ago, years ago in, a, in a similar campaign, I um, was running, there's a particular run or run walk that I do where you go up a headland. So, you know, Ugh. big, steep hill. And this woman running the other way who was thin just said to me, keep going, you're doing a great job. And it wasn't patronising. It wasn't I think anything. That's it was nice. really nice. Yeah, I like that. I and think I that's like, really oh, good. Thanks. It's better right? than keep running your fat, fat mole. mole. Anyway, mm. speaking of not a fat mole, Michelle Bridges has got a six-week-old baby, and she's been spotted running and running and running and running. You know, twelve years on, I've away? still got my running away. <laughs> no, I think everything's <laughs> all right for Michelle. Uh, twelve years on, I've still got my baby weight on, and I'm yeah. adding to it even. Um, but I was talking with uh, a friend of mine who's a physio. Yes. And she was telling me that she would not want to be Michelle Bridges in 10 years because she oh. believes that she will have be incontinent. Discuss. Well, that's quite a call because that's coming from a professional, not from just a punter. Yeah. Why? Why would that? Why because would she... apparently you need, uh, you shouldn't be running in the first six weeks because your pelvic floor needs to... Rejoin. Rejoin and yeah, get yeah. strength and stuff like that. So I thought that was a bit of funny Did gossip. So she might actually bring out a line of incontinence pants. <laughs> Did you ever have to wear one of those postnatal girdles? No. So my... Oh, I'm sure I probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they were, that was a glamorous, like, you know, because everything postnatal is so glamorous. That was a particularly shining moment of, you know, let me just strap myself into that because my... So that whole middle is this all turning you session. on, Adam? Are you just <laughs> thinking this is just this he's is just, just so going, sexy? He's probably going. This is all ahead of me. Adam's our a producer. Postnatal girdle. Our, Adam's our producer here at the Town and Country Wooshka Studios. Wooshka, Whoosh. And uh, yeah, he thinks that this is all pretty sexy. Um, can I talk about some irrational hatred 
what we often call on the list, yes. things that are on the list. Hashtag on the list. Patricia Arquette. What has she done? The actress. I can't, she's just, every role she's in, she's Patricia Arquette. So, so she doesn't know. have a good range. No, she's just Patricia Arquette. She's like Sylvester Stallone or, or Bruce Willis, who I do, I love Bruce Willis. But whatever movie Bruce Willis is in, he's Bruce Willis. And Patricia Arquette is the female version. Okay. So I watched Boyhood, which everyone raved about. And, you know, as the mum of four boys, I was told, you really need to watch more. It was so It's dull. irrational. Irrational. Is it? Yeah, we well, shouldn't be watching. If things annoy you, you just stay away from them. That's what yeah, I do. True. If I'm annoyed by something, I, I don't know. go there. I know. Because then you get irrational egg hatred heads. and then that makes you tense. And egg then egg, what are eggheads? It's, it's a TV game show on the ABC. It's English and it has this team of like old people who are the biggest game, game show winners in all history and then young teams up against them. It is so, it is so dull. Why are you watching it? Well, I don't. <laughs> but it, actually, its existence annoys me. I have an irrational, um, it's not a hatred, but it just, it, it gets on my tits a bit. It's on the list. It's on the list. And it's really unfair. I don't even think I should go there, but I will. Course. There's a there's an actress at the moment who's doing um, a lot of ads for a car company. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. She's got brown hair. She's really pretty. Very thin. Very thin. But she just walks like she's bouncing. <laughs> and like, I don't want to buy the car from that lady. <laughs> and it's really weird. Do you know the, who I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's just doing her job. Yeah. But, but she sort of does. She has this sort of the way weird, she sort of this walks weird little and bounce and a head. You know, if you're in the studio now, we could show you. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. and that's weird, and that's not fair yeah. to that person. Yeah, She's it's just doing well, you job. know, that falls. Like I'm not buying one of those cars, and nor am I buying a Mitsubishi, and nor will I ever call it a Mitsi. No. What a stupid rebranding exercise that's been. Yeah. No. No one's calling it a what Mitsi. What do you drive? Mitsubishi. A Volkswagen bus. The Berry bus. The nine-seater. I've got Sonia Kluger, hashtag Toyota, not, <laughs> not sponsored. Um, yeah, but cars, cars are just, I'm just not interested in them. No, that's very boring. Let's move um, moving on. on. Um, as soon as I see the words raw and vegan, I'm stop listening. Yeah. Can I tell you about <laughs> something I did once? I was doing some work with... Um, Queensland tourism and one of the activities I had to do was go to a raw vegan cafe and have a tasting. Pureed avocado, anyone? Oh my God, it just didn't taste of anything. And I was, it was just me and the chef and then she would say, and this is made of blah, blah, blah. And I had to eat it. Oh God. God, I immediately went to the nearest KFC and had a Zinger burger. Which leads me, I've bought the latest Nigella Lawson cookbook. Yep which I think is called Simply Food, maybe. I can't remember. Anyway, because I adore her and I use a lot of her recipes a lot of the time. And I even went to the recent um, talk that she gave at the Opera House that was where she was interviewed by Annabelle Crabb, my Oh, spirit. God, that's your lesbian trio <laughs> fantasies right there. And um, which actually, as a side note, I thought I was quite disappointed with the night. And when I, you know, tried to work out what it was, I felt that Nigella was just tired. Yeah. Like she's on a junk, you know, she's on a press junket yeah. at the moment. And I was like, she just needed a good lie down. Yeah. I'm anyway. I know that feeling. 
Anyway, so, you know, she's done this new book and you know what? I'm not feeling it. There was barely anything in there that I was like, oh, I've got to make that now. And one of the recipes that she's got in there is for a vegan chocolate cake. That's very off-brand. I just, like, no, no. That's very off-brand, I'm not tolerating it. Anything food-related is boring unless it's fried It's like my friend Beck, who's currently drinking into green smoothies and puts avocado in it. So it's an avocado drink. (laughs) (laughs) Just stop it. Okay, moving on. Change of pace now. I um, put a call out on Facebook uh, last night saying what sort of things that you would like us to discuss. And some of the responses were just really good. I thought we'd just whip through a couple of them. What do you say, Kim? Of course. Okay, now this is called filling the space now while I try and find it. Oh, filling the space. Yeah, go. Um, I have a, uh, you know, an answering machine at home on my landline phone because I am now one of the minority who actually still have a landline phone. And, but I never answer it because it's already, it's always just cold calling, you know, um, sales pitches. So I never answer it. And I never listen to the messages that are left on the machine. Yep. So, phone message watch is currently up to 42 unplayed messages. Oh, I remember we've discussed this, I think, in episode one, where I think there was 12. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's responsible humaning right there. Okay, <laughs> let's have a look at some of the things <laughs> that people are well. saying. How can I get experience if I can't get a job? It's an age-old question, and I do you know what? It's very pertinent because my 15-year-old is heading into Woolies this afternoon with his oh. resume... Um, Born, survived. Yes. I'm like here now. But do you know he wrote a little spiel like about himself and then we just wrote some, um, you know, what's, what school he's at and what he's studying and then we wrote um, some things, some extracurricular stuff that he's done. Um, so, you know, who knows what mm-hmm. will come of it. But he's heading into a, our local um, big name supermarket mm-hmm. to see if he can get a So is that what you suggest? Gig. So, uh, you just, that's what you, if you've got no experience, yeah. you have to put down um, experiences. So, you go off, you go off the experience look, rather yeah. than that. So, he so was if on you've the had SRC. children, yeah. or talking about someone who might be our age who can't get a job, I think well, you have to look at what you actually have accomplished in that's other That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, hammocks. Don't you wish you had one in your lounge room? I think that's a short answer to that. Of yep. course we do. Am I hot or is it perimenopause? I have developed a slightly, slightly unsightly sweat patch above my lip since <laughs> leaving Bali. How can I stop it? Also, how to avoid thigh chafe. Thank you. Uh, I don't know how to avoid chub rub. I think you just have to wear, not, not wear um, skirts and wear yeah. pants. And um, I've got friends who wear like Nancy Gantz pants. But it's too hot. Mm. How can you wear those scuba suits in this sort of weather? And as far as the sweat patch, I, my, my um, answer to that is I always just wear a scarf like I have on now. Yeah. So if, if you get that sweat patch, you can just mm. dab it off. I could spend, we could spend probably about five episodes of Woog and Berry just talking about the notion of post-40 oh, perimenopausal oh, Adam will have to zone. leave the room that one. <laughs> Yoga and green smoothies. I refuse to talk about that anymore. Yeah. How could someone pay over $10,000 for a statue of Buddha? Wouldn't that be incredibly offensive to Buddha? 
<laughs> so this comes from uh, a friend of ours, Ash, and I chuffing into a big, what would you call it? Peters of Kensington. Yeah. What would you call oh, Peters of Kensington? Shop. A shop? <laughs> <laughs> it's not just an everyday shop, though. It's yeah, yeah. Everyone knows what Peters anyway, of Kensington is. Anyway, so Peters of Kensington. Kensington, well, which has everything from saying that word I know, Kensington. has everything from p- perfume through to suitcases, through to Buddhas. B- these enormous Buddhas, and it, it, ten thousand bucks for a Buddha. I don't think Buddha would be happy about you spending ten thousand grand on a on a statue of him. No, of course he wouldn't. Buddha thinks that's and shit. also, can I just say, ugly, <gasps> so ugly. I don't think you're allowed to say that about Buddha. No, okay. the statue of him was. I'm sure Buddha's... Okay, we've got Ashley Mills here. I love this question, Ashley. When you get a new job, how long until you let the crazy out? A week? (laughs) A month? I liked... Well, I've been self-employed now for some time. I like to show a little bit of that crazy in the interview. Yes, I did too. My last salary gig, yep, I showed a bit of the crazy in the interview and they loved it. Yeah. So actually, I would I wouldn't leave it too long. And then just drip feed it. Yeah. You, know, you just drip feed it in gradually over a couple of weeks, and then and then after and then six ev- months, you get your performance review, and everyone's just like, "You're great." Yeah. Mm. And you go either the most popular person in the office, or nobody wants to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Julie Hungerford asks, snoring. When is it okay to suffocate him with a pillow? I have no grounds to actually respond to this because I am the loudest snorer in the universe. So am I. So I think we, we're, we're no help to you there, no, honey. No, no help. And Andrea Hall wants more online dating info. Oh. It's been happening, Kim. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Well, after just the, dra- just the patheticness of it, you know, in our, that was going on in our previous um, episodes, I did actually back away from it a bit over the sort of New Year, January sort of period. And uh, I, um, and I, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, and so a, another friend of mine was actually sort of back on the horse, so to speak. And, and I thought, okay, I'll give it another go. And, oh, it's just as solely depressing as it was before. Yeah. And um, so my new problem... influx of newly single, so hot 50-year-old men hasn't no, hit the market but actually yet. there was a couple of quite nice, you know, there were a couple of lookers and they actually sounded sane. And so, you know, I put the thing, put the call out, you know, oh, hi, would you like to talk? And no one. I don't get a response. This friend of mine gets responses all the time, but they're all they're, they're all feel about crazy. That. I reckon they just see four kids and they go, I'm not, I'm not touching that. That's what I really do think they see four kids wow. and go, yeah, no. Nah. Uh, what else, Hulls? You don't want to... Like, you I know. know. I know. Yeah. And nah. it's not even like they're all young, you know, really young in age. Like, mine are now all eight and up. Yeah. So, anyway... Anyway, so I'm afraid. Um, was that who was that from? Ashley? Yeah, no. Andrea. Yeah, Andrea. So I'm sorry, Andrea. I don't have don't have much of an update. I did actually unsubscribe from a couple of um, a couple of date online dating sites because I was just so demoralised. Um, but I might just have to dip back into the old Tinder just to uh, just just so we can all have a bit of a giggle. Yeah, I, I could be your Tinder pimp. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay, so that that was that was some questions from this week. As yeah. usual, if you've got any questions or anything that you would like us to discuss here on Woog and Berry, yeah, just jot a note. You know, we're all online anyway. You know where we are. God, yes. I'm sick of the sight of myself most of the time. 
Hey, are there really popular movies that you that are out there that um, everyone's seen except you? Have you oh ever? Oh God, I, ever I, fall into I, that I hardly ever go to the movies. Oh really? No. Do you then watch them at home? Yeah. Or do you not? Yeah, I watch them at home. Any big ones like Avatar oh, just or anything no, like that? No, I see. That's boring. Yeah. Um, so you haven't seen it? No. See, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Titanic. Bullshit. No. Never watched it. Wow. My eyes have never fallen on it. Everyone lost their shit about some new Star Wars movie that came out. Oh, we saw it twice. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a bad mother. I didn't take anyone to see that. (gasps) Really? So the boys haven't seen it? No. Why didn't Mr. Wood take them? Because he's obviously a very bad parent. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. But I had another moment of putting the whole merchandising arm of that production on the list because when they released the set of figurines there was no Ray. Ray is a girl and she is the main character in the whole show. Why would show. they do that? And she, she was not in the pack of five God, figurines. everyday sexism. I'm it's so over it. Over it. On the list. On the list. Uh, I've seen the Danish girl recently with Eddie uh, Eddie Redmayne or is it Freddie Redmayne? Eddie I don't Redmayne. know what you're talking about. It's called The Danish Girl and he was one of the first people, transgendered people, who tried to undergo a sex change. Oh, that would be interesting. Look, I've got to give it faint praise. It was good. Yeah. But there was a lot of Eddie Redmayne just mincing, like sort of doing these things with his hands up around his face. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Speaking of transgender, how do you feel about the woman in Victoria who pulled her, her kid out of school because they allowed another kid to come dressed as the gender that they identified with and the mother didn't like it. You know, so often in my daily life, I utter the phrase, what is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? Like, why are people so frightened of this sort of stuff? I don't know. I don't know. I think that, you know, with education gives you great power and um, I don't know whether it's just ignorance or... But, Mm. like, you're going to catch something. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. There was a wonderful story online, actually, about a little girl in the States who identified as a boy from virtually, like, as soon as she could... Identify. Express herself, you know. And the parents did a wonderful sort of little short video of that. Oh, yeah, I saw that online as well. Yes, yes, lovely story. And, you know, and it's going to take people like that to start the slow shift of, like, this is a really real thing, Mm. you know, and we have to adjust and adapt and accept yeah like it's 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 just shouldn't be a deal no it shouldn't be a thing no. as far as i'm concerned anyway kim i think we've come to the end of our time here yes. gosh we've covered a lot of crap we haven't we we did we started off with the serious we ended up with a bit of the serious, serious. oh god but there was a bit of frothing bubble in the oh, middle god, thank god for the frothing bubble <laughs> okay you've been listening to the woog and very podcast here at the sunny town and country hotel wooshka studios and we'll catch you next week see you then treat yourself bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained and rode us all the way into new orleans i pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana i was playing soft while bobby Every song that driving knew.